airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us on this Monday. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and we appreciate you allowing us to start off your week with you. Maybe you've been listening all day long, or maybe this is your first time uh, tuning in uh, to radio, or maybe you're listening via podcast. All of it we appreciate. Thank you so much for letting us be a part of your day. By the way, mm-hmm. Will the Great, we don't mention this often, um, just kind of assuming that most people are tech savvy these days, and um, as far as those who listen to podcasts would do a search if they wanted to find podcasts, but we do podcast this show as well, right? So people yes. would just do a search for airing the Addisons. That's right. That's right. And um, it's also been a minute since we've let people know how they can email us, although that have that hasn't stopped you. <laughs> still, they, they will find a way. They'll get a ram in a thicket. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but what is our email address and other ways that people can yeah. connect with us? You can email us at addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net if you want to contact us there. If you want to pick up the podcast, you can go to AFR.net, and under uh, the Airing the Addisons area, you just click on that and subscribe. Uh, there's a tab that says podcast. Just scroll down to you see our show, and you can uh, subscribe there. But uh, addisons at AFR.net if you want to send us an email. So I wanted to just kind of have a conversation around one article and then bring in, as I often do, bring in some other articles to kind of um, add some meat to our discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question for today is if we're considering signs mm-hmm. um, that point to us nearing the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. or the end of the age or the last days, however you re- uh, you want to refer to it, if we're considering signs, my question for today is, why not look at all of them <laughs> mm. and not just COVID-19, right? Okay. Because I think that the um, the pandemic and, and everything that we've been talking about, and of course this information just kind of stays on our minds because we, you know, maybe are all engaged in some sort of psychological warfare. I don't know. <laughs> um, I encourage Christians to fight back, resist. Um, but we are thinking about these things, right? It's it's on our mind now. States are reopening, and so yeah. people are thinking again because there are more stories that come out that encourage you to watch what happens on the other side of the reopen, right? right. The great reopening. Right. And uh, so there's really no rest for the weary. Um, those who are just kind of tired of all of this. Yeah. Um, but in addition to us watching what happens on the other side of um, hashtag reopen America, um, I think that there are people who are looking at this pandemic and maybe taking from it signs and saying, um, the return of the Lord is near and we're, you know, we're in the in the last days. It's the final countdown. And uh, I was reading this this new poll that's out um, that sort of found a breakdown in how people think about whether or not COVID-19 should be taken as a sign or mm. um, interpreted as a sign. Mm-hmm. And so I was reading that information and, and, you know, just the way my mind thinks, I was processing that. And I was thinking, I mean, I, I think you could look at 
COVID-19 as a sign, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that it is the sign. In fact, I think there are many signs that Christians should be looking for and aware of. And then I think the ultimate question is why do we care about the signs? You know, why are we looking for those signs? It's not that we are cowering in fear. Um, It's not that we're just kind of like biting our nails and and gritting and bearing it until we see Mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, it it should encourage us to be busy and to be about our father's work and knowing what it is that we're called to do. We have received such a precious gift, each and every one of us, if Mm -hmm. you are saved. Mm -hmm. And notice how I say that without quotes and without like feeling like I need to give any kind of qualifiers for that. All right. If you are saved, if you are born again, then you have received a precious gift. And knowing what that gift is, understanding the full weight of um, what was paid for you, what was secured for you, it should compel us to be about our father's business, Um, making disciples, right? Mm -hmm. Spreading the truth of who Jesus Christ is and what he did. And so even more so, as we see this day approaching, we should be doing these things. Yeah. So let's kind of just get into this article here and then, use some other information. One of the other things I want to say, and I'll I'll be very clear about this too. um, I think that an increase or as it appears to be an increase of saints passing all at once, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, the passing of the saints. I think this too should remind us of where we are nearing, right? That um, I think that there are saints who are receiving rest from their labors Mm. And and I think we should see it that way instead of like, oh, my goodness, you know, who's next? It's, this is it's not like this sort of, um, you know, random fire and shoot. And then people are just dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. I think that when we see this kind of thing happening, we should look at the amazing grace of God. And for many of the saints, especially some of the well-known believers, we'll, we'll talk about what's going on with apologist and teacher Ravi Zacharias. Mm-hmm. His, his, Ravi Zacharias's family is, is saying that um, only the Lord knows how much time he has left. Um, uh, we didn't talk about this on the air, but last week and the week before, if you've been following this, you know that um, Ravi Zacharias back in March was diagnosed with a rare type of bone cancer. Um, well, then that cancer metastasized. Yeah. And and so now um, all of the doctors have said that there is nothing more for them to do. Yeah. And uh, his family is basically saying that he is deteriorating. His body is breaking down. Um, He's lost his ability to speak. And so now he's receiving encouragement from people um, who've been blessed by his ministry over the years. Mm -hmm. And he's able to smile and nod, but he's lost his ability to speak. And, uh, and, and at least coming from the family, it seems that very soon, um, just to paraphrase a quote, but very soon he's going to meet the Lord whom he enjoyed serving so much. And so when we see these things happening and we see them increasing in frequency, I don't think that these are the kinds of things that should alarm us. Mm -hmm. Understanding what we have been saved from gives us great comfort. Now, of course, we grieve. But Mm -hmm. as the Bible instructs, we don't grieve as people who have no hope. Right. right. That's right. So I want to use all of that to paint a big picture of what we should be looking for when we talk about, you know, signs of the end of the age it's not yeah. just COVID-19 and, and I'm glad that you, you're saying that because what one thing that bothers me is that um sometimes we we take the, the things that are happening 
you know, uh, maybe in our world, the different events, the different things that's going on that, that are going on. And we mm-hmm. we're not um, discerning enough to understand that or even to think, you know, maybe this is God saying something. Maybe, you know, sometimes that's 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 seen as being like uh, conspiratorial or like yeah. trying to be too spiritual and things mm-hmm. like that. When I think we we are admonished you know, to be discerning and to redeem the times and to understand what's happening, you know, and that this is, these are not just coincidences that are taking place, but that God has a certain order, you know, and, and he knows what he's doing and we could know as believers, you know, uh, what's going on as well. And there's a reason that the Lord told us what signs to watch for. Exactly. (laughs) There's a reason that the Lord told us what signs to watch for. There's a reason that the apostle Paul, um, un- by the leading of the Holy Spirit, wrote what it would be like in the last days. And right. again, so that we would know right. what are the things that we're supposed to be looking for. These exactly. things were not written so that we would be pegged as, you know, the people with the foil paper hats. You right. know, this is right. this is so that we might have confidence in what we believe. Understand that the Lord Jesus Christ left us so many confirmations. Chief among them, he is risen, <laughs> mm. that everything he said is true. That's right. All right. So if if everything he said is true, um, having transpired before he ascended, then that means those things that are yet to transpire that he also spoke of. They must be true. That's right. They must be like there. I mean, it's the the greatest, um, you know, validation act that you can think of. Mm. I am going to rise again from the dead. Mm. And, and this resurrection will be the confirmation that I am God and that everything I said is true. And we have the proof that he is risen. And and look, and let me say that if you if you can believe that Jesus Christ is risen, mm-hmm. if you can believe that what he did on the cross is sufficient to pay the penalty for your sin, if you can believe that, then how could you not believe that he's coming again mm. to take you with him when he returns? Right. Right. Please understand that these are the words we cling to, that we hold on to. They came from our Lord, the same Lord in whom we've placed our hope and our faith. Amen. I mean, how inconsistent would we have to be to believe one part of it and not all of it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. So here is the story here. And just again, um, I, I like I like to read surveys. I just find them interesting to understand how people are thinking. And, you know, maybe that's a, a little bit of the I don't know, I guess part-time sociologist in me. I like to understand how people think about things. And so I'll just share this with you. But ultimately, I don't really want to stay here. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not all that interested. Ultimately, where I want to go is uh, taking a look at what the Bible tells us about what would be the signs um, of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's not just weather patterns. It's right, not just right, exactly. whether or not there are locusts in Africa, which, by the way, all of these stories are included <laughs> in the show notes because I think they build a case. Yeah. Um, it's not just pandemics okay it's not disease and pestilence alone it's not the earth groaning those are the things that i think you know um people grab for because Mm. maybe in some way it's easier to spot and it seems more apocalyptic Mm -hmm. but for the christian it should be just as easy to spot the great spiritual falling away yeah. The great decline, the great turn away from truth, right? Where now there's no wrong, there's no right, it's just what you feel. All of these things, too, are an indication that the return of the Lord is near. Amen. 
Right. And so for the Christian, we're not just looking for locusts. <laughs> okay. Right. We're not just looking for disease. We're not just looking for pandemics. We're not looking for earthquakes. We're not looking for hail to fall from the sky. We're not looking for those things alone. We are looking for all of the things that the Bible expressly lays out that point to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And when we are able to spot those things, we'll be better equipped. So mm. here is the here is the poll here. Uh, more than 60 percent of American believers of all faiths. I don't know how you define that, but anyway, <laughs> American believers of, of all, all faiths, faiths. Okay. Um, feel that the novel coronavirus pandemic is a sign that God is telling humanity to change how it is living. Now, isn't that interesting? Hmm. Isn't that interesting? More than 60% of American believers of all faiths feel that the novel <laughs> coronavirus, there's some things I have problems with, but, you know, I don't conduct <laughs> the studies, um, feel that the novel coronavirus is telling humanity to change how it is living, according to a new study. A new study. 31% of Americans who believe in God feel strongly that the virus is a sign of God telling humanity to change. Hmm. Now, this is interesting, but again, I put this in the category of low-hanging fruit. You know, I I understand why, you know, um, I think for Will the Great and I, when we were in high school, you remember the, the popularity of the hell houses and everything where yeah. you would, like, scare people yeah into salvation they just and 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 what you ultimately found out um was that very few people were truly converted it was mm -hmm. just hell insurance that they were taking out yeah i mean i don't i don't really know anything <laughs> much about this god but i mean look i don't want to go to hell right i don't want i don't want to be eternally condemned Do you understand what i'm saying and so i think some people had this as a what whatever it takes well i think what we see the problem with that is that if a person is not truly converted, which means that they have not truly in their heart been reconciled to the Lord, put their full faith and their full trust, then what you might have for a time is behavior modification. So people change the way they behave, mm -hmm. but truly, truly, they have not been converted, meaning mm. they have not passed from death to life. Right. Those two things are not the same, guys. So if you've got pandemic-driven changes in people's lives and that alone, then you have modified behavior, but you do not have people who have crossed from death to life. So although we can look at these numbers and say, wow, look at such a, it's a, such a large amount of people who believe that God is telling them to change because of the pandemic. My question is, okay, once this subsides right. and once people kind of have a, a, you know, a foggy recollection of what happened in the beginning of 2020, what then are we looking at? Right. Right. Does it look a little bit something like 9-11? Mm. You know? Does it look a little bit like that? We'll talk about that, get into more of this. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. Stick with us. sent Sam Witt to the principal's office today and I realized um, principal was out today um, <laughs> just during school. I was trying to teach him how to read. So I've got these letter cards. I put them down on the floor. You mm -hmm. know, how to sound out the letters. You put the letters together. 
and they make sound. So I have AT on the floor. And now what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of change out some consonants here, you know, in the mm -hmm. beginning and, you know, rhyming words. We're building to all of that, you know, and, and they're getting it. And then so I have AT on the floor and then I put the letter F in front. And so now I sound it out. F, fat, fat. And so Nathaniel's like fat. And then Sam Witt, fat, like your tummy. Thank you, son. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Oh Fat like my tummy. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is what I do for you people. This is what I do. It's a good thing I have a thick skin and an actual fat tummy because if not, <laughs> I would be completely offended. Well, like, I mean, kids, is, they don't even think, you know, like, dude. Well, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm the person. Man, I gotta, I'm going to need counseling. I'm going to need counseling just to teach him to read. I'm going to see my counselor later this afternoon and lay back on the couch with a pillow to support my back. I'm going to say, hey, look, my kid called me fat. What can I do about that? You know, mm -hmm. anyways, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family. It's so true. I should write these things in a diary. One, because it's cathartic. I need the help. It will help me. And then, too, so I can remind them when they're men, you know, <laughs> this is what you said to me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm petty enough to, you know, sh however the Lord, you know, decides. But I'm petty enough to say this to their wives. Hey, look, you have a fat tummy. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, of course, you know, when they're expecting. Yeah. <laughs> when they're you right, see right, you see what right. I did yeah. when they're yeah. expecting. Exactly. All right, welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family. It's Monday. We'll keep yes, it all together. It's, it's Monday. Monday. Save that story for Friday here. We're talking yes. about signs. Going Believers everywhere believing that there's signs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Tyson Cunningham with Undefeated. Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We'll open the phone lines, get your take on some of what we're talking about today. So make sure you stick around for that. More than 60% of American believers of all faiths believe that the novel coronavirus pandemic is a sign that God is telling humanity to change how it is living. It was interesting to me to read some of this breakdown here. And by the way, I have a full link to this story. So a Christian Post article written about um, this new survey that is out. And I have a full link to the story that we will put in the show notes so you can check that out for yourself. Read it at length. I'm not going to go into um, I'm not going to go into all of the details of the story uh, just because I don't want to focus on all of the information. I kind of want to use it as a backdrop to kind of or a springboard, if you will, to kind of get to where we want to go next. Yeah. Uh, the nationwide survey conducted April 30th through May the 4th found that evangelical Protestants, 43 percent, are more likely than others to believe that strongly. This pandemic is a sign that the Lord God wants us to change. I'm mm. just going to say Lord God because I just I just make the generous assumption that evangelical Protestants believe in the Lord God. Well, it's not so. just some I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I would hope so. All right. Um, and black Americans, regardless of education, income or gender, are more likely than those of other racial backgrounds. This article says um, to say that they feel COVID-19 disease is a sign. Right. So black Americans, regardless of educational um, background, income or gender, are more likely mm -hmm. than other ethnic backgrounds to believe that COVID-19 is a sign that God wants humanity to change. Okay. I'm going to try to keep myself on track. But when I look at these numbers and how they shake out, my my questions kind of go to I wonder why um, <laughs> there tends to be among the those black Americans who responded to this survey, mm -hmm. a greater weight placed on COVID-19 as a sign than other groups 
and other backgrounds. That's a great I just wonder why. Mm-hmm. I know. I yeah. know. So that's maybe maybe to be explored at a later date. Mm-hmm. I have a thought. Okay. But it's it, but it would take us it would derail us. Okay. But I will just say people like we know you have a thought, Mika. <laughs> I I do. I I have a hypothesis. I have a thought as to why that is, okay. but it would require some other some cross referencing and all that. So I'm not ready to to reveal that. All right. 47% of African Americans say they feel that strongly compared with 37% of Latinos and 27% of white Americans as far as that COVID-19, that the pandemic Mm -hmm. um, is a sign from God that God wants us to change. Mm. So I'm using that all as a backdrop. And some of those numbers, when you read the survey for yourself, you kind of break them down and and you're like, it's interesting because this survey actually unpacks what Americans think about religious liberty. If they think that their um, liberties have been trampled upon, it looks at uh, what percentage of Americans believe that there should be modified church services and all of those things. We've kind of talked about that a little bit, but this is more from a religious perspective, which I find interesting. And so I encourage you, if you can get the link to just read it, to just kind of know where, where people are, especially people of faith. Right. Um, I, I, I think that's interesting, but here is where I want to go. I don't think, and as I already set up in the first segment, I don't think that when we're looking at signs, mm-hmm. right. And specifically not only signs that, you know, the Lord wants us to change, which I got to tell you, I, you know, I, I think, I think that's a little bit um, self-helpy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think this is a sign that the Lord wants me to change. I think that's, a, I, mm. I think really what people are trying to express. Now, this is me going out on a limb. I yeah. don't know the person's heart. Right. But I think really what people are trying to express and they just don't know how to get there is that God wants me to repent. God mm. wants me to repent. Mm-hmm. Right. He wants, because if this pandemic is bad and God wants change, then the change must be good. And if what you are doing is bad and God wants you to do what is good, meaning turning away from what is bad, biblically speaking, we call that repentance. If that's the mindset and it's genuine, I mean, that's that's good. No, that's that's absolutely good. But look at how we get there. God wants us to change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get that in a book off the shelf. You understand what I <laughs> like? You know? Yeah, but a book is not as effective as uh, COVID nineteen. That's true. <laughs> that. That's true. COVID nineteen does. I mean, it seems to have grabbed people's attention. The point that I'm ultimately making here is that even when we see that there is a problem, we have a hard time getting to a biblical solution. Yeah, it's still the solution is still man's own strength. Mm-hmm. So COVID nineteen is a sign. That God wants me to change. Right. Okay. Yeah, like into what? A butterfly? Right. Like what? What, do you, what does he want you and, to do? And when you say want me to change, it's almost given, like you're saying, given the sense of I just got to change some things that I'm doing to be a better yes. person. You know? Yes. Not the ultimate, like. It, repentance. It, repentance. Right. Right. Confession. Yeah. To say the same thing that God says about your sin. Yeah. Right. To agree with him to repent. To confess, like the, these are the things that lead to eternal life. But just changing and doing things, you know, I, you know, I got to stop living like this. Yeah, it's the person who's always trying to. I got to get myself together. Yeah, I got to, I got to do this. I got to do this. No, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Him crucified. Repent. Man. Yeah, receive His forgiveness. Yeah, and all of the self help and all of these things that we invest billions of dollars into, mm-hmm. trying to have a better me. And all of these things, like these things are temporary. And I'm telling you, it's only enough to get you to like June. You start with your New Year's resolution. <laughs> you're out Come at on. June. You got you're going <laughs> to I'm Man. giving you six months, six right. months. 
but to come to the eternal knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. um, it's eternal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I just said. Yeah. It's eternal. Yeah. Right. And often people don't want to get there is the point that I'm making. All right. So let me say this. And then I want to look at the scriptures. Look at everything that is happening. Look at the fact that we have our churches that have moved away from sound doctrine. Right. Look at um, in Africa. So, yes, we have the locusts and now Africans are battling flooding in Kenya in, in particular. And there's something interesting about this story. I want to put all of this together uh, because the point is not just COVID-19. And then ultimately we're going to take a, a jog over to the scriptures, which is where we have to go. But it's not just those things that we can see, like the locusts and the flooding. But I do think these things are important pieces to pull in because our Lord told us about all of these things. Yeah. So we don't just look at them in isolation. So according to uh, the U.N. Food and Agriculture um, Organization, more than 20 million people are in severe acute food insecurity in East Africa. Mm. I don't know if you call this famine or maybe a precursor to famine. But it's highly problematic, highly problematic. Right. So what they are battling are these locust swarms that and I'm going to just read this information to you. I I'd, I'd read this maybe a couple weeks ago. And again, this is just something that's difficult to wrap my mind around. But I want you to listen to this. A single desert desert locust swarm, which can contain up to 150 million insects per square kilometer is capable of eating as much food in a day as 35,000 people. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, I just, I pause for you and I pause for me, okay? Wow. When you think about something like that unleashed, okay? I mean, because what? If it's not unleashed, if it's not unleashed, okay, then we have to call into question the sovereignty of God. True. If this is not allowed, right, we have to call into question the sovereignty of God. We serve the God who sends pestilence, who sends plagues, but protects a certain group of people, his people, mm. <laughs> so that it doesn't reach them. Mm. So when you have these creatures, these creepy and crawly and jumpy things that affect different areas, but the Lord's people are spared, we know that he is the God of these creatures, right? Mm -hmm. So here we have these looks. And I know this is not popular. I know that. Like, I understand that because you say, man, people are being adversely affected by this. Yes, just as all around the world, people are being adversely affected by COVID-19. So it's when we talk about the sovereignty of God, it is incumbent upon the believer to understand what that means in total. Right. It's not that we're looking for judgment under every rock. Right. But it is also that we're not ignoring it right. and saying that the Lord <laughs> that the Lord desires repentance. And when our hearts are hardened beyond repair, then, yes, there are extreme measures that are employed. And how do we know this? Because we look at the Lord's track record. Right. So when Pharaoh believes that he is God and his heart is hardened. <laughs> right. The Lord gets his attention mm -hmm. through a series of events. And for some reason, because we made these into coloring sheets for kids, we don't really <laughs> believe that that's actual factual Man. history, people. Yeah. Just because your kid can color it <laughs> doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Right. Just because you teach them to memorize the plagues doesn't mean that they're just fables and fairy tales. This is God displaying who he is in the earth. And he's that same God. The Bible teaches us that he is immutable. He changes not. So here we go. If left unchecked, if left unchecked, um, according to the Food and Agriculture Organization, 
They estimate that the locusts could multiply 400 times by the end of June. Wow. In addition to that, in addition to that, there is great flooding in Kenya. And so they are um, navigating the locusts. They're navigating the flooding, right? But again, let me also say, in addition to these, quote unquote, what would fall into the category of natural disasters, Mm -hmm. which who is supreme over nature? Exactly. Um, We've got the spiritual conditions that continue to present themselves. And I look at, you know, I was reading and we've gotten some information. And I think that every believer in their own personal kind of spheres of influence, you've had people in the faith die near you, around you, Mm -hmm. you know. And it seems that, you know, as we look at 2020, we're like, oh, my goodness. Like, it just it just seems to be one thing after the next. And one of the things that I wanted to encourage believers in and and maybe using a well-known name, like uh, Ravi Zacharias and Ravi Zacharias is still with us, but according to his family, um, they, they are seeing his passing as imminent that he is almost with the Lord. You know, he's lost his ability to speak. And, um, and so of course, continue, continue. And I don't say this as a, a, a throwaway. I mean this with, with all of the faith, because one of the things that, you know, I say that really got our family through was that I could feel the prayers of the saints. I knew that people were praying for mm. us. There's just a supernatural, to have the kind of comfort that you have when you suffer the loss of a close loved one, right? So we need to be praying for the Zacharias family. But the Bible teaches us very clearly. This is in Revelation, Revelation chapter 14. I'm going to start at verses, uh, verse 12 and just read a couple of verses, verses 12 and 13. Revelation uh, chapter 14, verses 12 and 13. Here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. Verse 13 And I heard a voice from heaven saying, write this, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the spirit, that they may rest from their labors for their deeds follow them. Their Mm -hmm. deeds follow them. They have rest from their labors. I think in the body of Christ, it's so important for us to not look at um, the passing of the saints as some sort of, you know, an apocalyptic thing, Mm -hmm. but to understand that there is something scriptural about those who have labored for the Lord, those who have run their course and them, those people, those saints passing in the Lord. And we are to be comforted by that. Psalm 116, 15 says precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. So this is not something that we are to treat flippantly. And I don't want it to seem like I'm just lumping it in with like, oh, look at all the signs. But I do think that this tells us something about the return of the Lord. Right. right. And and I got to tell you, there's a big part of me that believes this tells us something about the intensity that we're about to experience in the faith. Mm. And that those who have labored in the Lord for a long time, that the Lord is giving them rest from their labor. And so when I see the saints passing increasingly, man, this makes, you know, strengthen yourself. Mm. I mean, what, what precedes this testimony from the Spirit of God? Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that those who pass in the Lord from now on, that they have rest from their labors. What precedes that in verse 12, here is a call for the endurance of the saints. So those who pass in the Lord have rest from all their labors. (laughs) But man, for those of us who remain, 
we are going to have to endure. We are going to have to be able to stand on the truth of the word of God. Probably, unfortunately for many of us, like we have never done before. All right, let me grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio will wrap up and then go to your call. Stay close. In my brokenness, you are close to me. In my weakness, in my strength, you are high lifted up. You sit high up on the throne. That's one of my favorites. Welcome back to Aaron the Addison. It's great to be with you. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Darius James with You Are God Alone. I'll go ahead and open the phone lines and uh, get calls queued up. If you've got questions or comments you want to add to the mix, anything that we're discussing, uh, comments on anything that we're discussing today, you're welcome to do that. Here's the number. And Sherry B., is over in Studio CC, and boy, do we appreciate her. She's going to get your calls queued up. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. As we look at sort of the physical signs that uh, point to re- the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, and mm-hmm. people are looking and saying, you know, is COVID-19 a sign that the Lord is is coming back? I say don't stop at the immediate physical signs, right? Yeah. We believe what the Lord said, Luke 21, 11, there will be great earthquakes in various places, famines and pestilences, and there will be terrors and great signs from heaven, which, by the way, in 2020 alone, there's there's been six strong earthquakes, mm. uh, four within the range of 6.5 to 6.9, uh, two in the range uh, between seven and 7.9. There's not been any in uh, 2020. There's not been one that's been over eight. Um, but again, we see all of these things happening. Yeah. But here is my encouragement for the body of Christ. Don't just stop at those signs, right? Look at the things that we have been told by way of the scriptures that would be so uh, in the church, And even among those that are professing godliness Mm -hmm. so that you can sharpen your discernment. Um, uh, Let's start with first Timothy, first Timothy chapter four, verses one through six. It reads this way and we've heard it. We've read it. We've known it. But now let's think about applying this in the time that we're in and taking everything together, everything together. Now the spirit expressly says that in the latter days, some will depart from the faith (laughs) in the latter days. Some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. You mean demons mm. have things that they teach? Well, great. You pointed that <laughs> out. You're like, man, demons got doctrines. <laughs> uh, and we know that they do. Yeah. We know that they do. Devoting themselves to the deceitful spirits and teachings of demons through the insecurity of, I'm sorry, insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared. Mm. The insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared. Mm. Now I want to jump ahead to second Timothy, second mm-hmm. Timothy chapter three, verses one through nine. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty mm. <laughs> for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents ungrateful, unholy, heartless. Let me just stop for a second. Unappeasable, slanderous, without (laughs) self-control, brutal, 
not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. None of these things. I'm going to pause for a second. None of these things. Well, that's that's a loaded statement and, and probably not true. So let me do it. Let me say it this way. Many of these things we do not look at as a sign of the last days. And I was going to say is think about that. A lot of this stuff, these these lists of things that are in the Bible, they have been happening. But I yes. think we've missed like we, you know, we haven't uh, uh, adequately discerned uh, some of this stuff. And it's going on in the churches. And, you know, and so I, I think it starts off with these things that they are they are signs. But then they yes. get more, they manifest into more physical things. And it's like, oh, look, Christ is coming back. But all this stuff right. has been happening all along. <laughs> That's right. Uh, look, I, look, if you start looking at your children and saying that when your children are disobedient, if you look at that and say, oh, that's a sign of the times, it'll change the way you parent. And we don't usually do that. That's not something we don't that we do see that. as like, oh, no. you know, Christ is coming back, you know, as a sign. <laughs> no, but listen, people wearing masks. Oh, oh we're, we're almost there. Man. Yeah, but your child doesn't mind you. Mm. That's an old phrase, right? Doesn't <laughs> yeah, listen. <it> is. <laughs> doesn't, they don't mind. These <laughs> kids don't mind. They don't listen. They think they're equal with adults. Mm. You call it ambition. The Bible calls it conceit and pride. Come on. That, signs of the times. <laughs> Slanderous. Treacherous. Yeah. All of these things. Well, we're just trying to build our brand. Mm. So we're just doing whatever it takes. It's a dog eat dog world. Not for the Christian. Come on now. Not for the Christian. All of these things are signs of the times. Weak willed women who have given themselves to all sorts of different philosophies. Thank you, Oprah. It's a sign of the times. Now, you know, false teachers don't have to walk up to your door and knock on it. Mm. <clears throat> you turn mm. them on with a remote. Come on. And they're in your homes. And all of these things, too, are signs of the times. Right. So what, what, are we, what are we supposed to do? And we'll go to the phone lines here in just a second. What are we supposed to do? Well, the Bible provides us instruction as we continue on, I'll finish this up and then we'll go right back to the phone lines. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Hmm. Might even be a little bit of the pursuit of happiness. Mm. Just, I don't know. Whatever yeah. makes you feel good. Whatever makes you happy. I'm imploring Christians everywhere to pursue holiness. Amen. Not what makes you happy. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Hmm. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Where does Paul go after this? And remember, this is the last Paul, the last letter that Paul will write. Second Timothy. Where does he go after this? After this, where he eventually arrives is that all scripture is breathed out by God. So what's our defense? <laughs> what's our defense? How do we protect ourselves? There's a question about vaccines, where we live, where there's not that many earthquakes. Glad we're not where the locusts are. But do we have the same attention applied to our spiritual lives? I mean, how do I protect? Do you have a mask for your spirit? (laughs) Dr. Fauci, can you can you. How do I protect myself from deception in the last days? Mm. It's the word of God. That is your defense. That is how you know what is and what isn't true. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? 
All right, let's go to Keith in uh, Michigan. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking call. No problem. Hello. Hello. Okay, hey. Um, well, first I wanted to say, Mickey, you got it wrong. I mean, he, he your son, St. Fat, <laughs> he was actually P-H-A-T. You're all that, you <laughs> there know. you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he meant. oh keith i wish he was that smart thank you so much though (laughs) it's all how you look at it you know one thing i wanted to say is that's true will yes you must be an amazing man because i don't know about you but the one woman that keeps me straight and makes me a better man than ever before is my wife Mm -hmm. and uh you must be an amazing man well i appreciate that and you're right about my wife, yeah. not about me being amazing. I mean, about my wife. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> no, tricky to respond to. You don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> no, yeah, but. there you go. But I just, um, my wife and all Christian women mm-hmm. who are godly women are a blessing to a man. Amen. And it, it's helped, it helped me so much. And I just wanted to say, Mickey, you're, you're a blessing to not only to your husband, but to the to all the listening audience. So I really appreciate it. Amen. The other thing about what you're saying, just saying now, is nothing new is under the sun. Mm. Everything that man has done mm. in the past will continue to be and will continue to be in the future. You know, all the deceitfulness, mm. but all the of evil, but all the good of the men who have their hearts towards God Amen. will still stay, stay strong. So, Amen. Thank you so much, Keith. Mm, appreciate that. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Keith. We yes. appreciate you calling in. And thank you so much for that encouragement. It's nice to talk to other believers who get us, Will. That's like, right. That it's okay for us to be ourselves, right? That's right. <laughs> I appreciate That's that. Right. Where do we go next? All right, let's go to uh, Gloria in Texas. Hi, Gloria. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I've given a lot of thought of what you, what your show is about, and mm-hmm. my thoughts are is that we are we have soft Christianity, mm. where there is not preaching of sin mm. anymore. You don't find God in the schools. You can't find the Ten Commandments. Mm. So no one is aware of what all what the sin is. You know. So mm. I pray for my granddaughter, mm. and I pray for discernment for her that she will discern what is truth and what is life and what she's been taught, what she sees and hears and reads on social media. Yeah. And I've always told her, because she's, you know, talked to me about, oh, the glaciers are melting and all of this stuff. And I said, I've never lied to you, right? <laughs> I said, I will always be upfront and truthful with you. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're not hearing the truth. We're hearing more lies than we are hearing the truth. And mm. that goes along with all this COVID-19. Mm. I pray for discernment. Amen. What is truth and what is mm-hmm. life? And what came, what came to my mind? I said, Lord, how do we know what is truth and what is life? And <clears throat> what the thought that came to my, what, my mind is realize the source. Mm. You will know mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. truth. And what is life? That's right. Thank you, Gloria. I appreciate you calling it, man. You know, I just one thing and we'll go right back to the phone lines here to Gloria's point about her granddaughter and talking about glaciers melting. You know, there there is 
um, such an attack on truth that happens uh, against our kids in very subtle ways, mm -hmm. right? Where we are turning them into sort of the most panic-stricken generation where they have all types of um, bouts with anxiety because we are telling them that the saving of the planet is their responsibility. Mm -hmm. So every time there is something that happens, in mm -hmm. fact, I, I avoided in this story on purpose, the one that talked about the flooding in Kenya, mm -hmm. they look at, they're looking at climate change and all of these things. Right. Listen, right. all right, we know the climate changer. Yeah, <laughs> we know the climate changer. And, mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that our kids are being pumped with so much of this information that causes them not only to distrust us, but to not be able to fully put trust in the word of God. Amen. It's unfortunate. Will the great. Where do we go next? OK, let's go to Rick in Louisiana. Hi, Rick. Hey, Mr. and Miss Addison. How are you doing today? Doing great. Um, I'm oh. always thankful to listen to you guys and you bring up good subjects. And um, what I wanted to say today is I try very hard not to limit the Lord on how he can speak to me. Mm -hmm. He can use anything he wants mm -hmm. as a sign or a message to me. But I do know mm -hmm. this, it has to line up with the Word of God Amen. or, or it can't be Amen. Uh, from the Lord. And something that I, I know this, every sign... From the Lord has to be made understood to us by the Holy Spirit and I mm -hmm. think I'm telling you what's the truth what I'm about to say William Tyndall I know was put to death for making an English translation of the Bible I don't think it was at his yes. death but I think it was when the years later the Catholic Church came back had his bones dug up and burned I think it was on that day there was an earthquake. Christians spoke up and said, the Lord made the earthquake because of the sin that had been done in the burning of his bones. The Catholics spoke up and said, see, the Lord made an earthquake to confirm that we had done the right thing. Mm. And so hmm. it, no matter <laughs> what the sign, it takes the Holy Spirit. I could misunderstand any sign the Lord brings me, if I'm not looking for the Holy Spirit to make it clear to me, I'm just dead in the water. Mm. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go because you got thank other you. people to talk to. But thank you and have a good evening. Mm. You too. Thank you. No, Man. God bless you, Rick. I, I appreciate your observation there. That's mm -hmm. really interesting. And, and I would say this because even when we talk about the things that are happening in the earth, we know, according to Romans chapter eight, the Bible teaches us that all of creation is groaning. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question then comes into play the timing of the manifestation of the groaning. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but no, I think he's right that we have to be prayerful about yeah. what the Lord is showing us. And and one more point here. And we'll try to squeeze in one more call. I am not dismissing. I don't think our listening audience would think that I'm not dismissing these other signs. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that why not look at all of them? Yeah. Let's look at all of the signs that portend the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's try to squeeze in one more call, Will the Great. You got 30 seconds. All right, let's go to Jordan in Virginia. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Hello. I just So I, I love your guys' show. You're on every single day. I'm on drive home from work, so it's awesome and it's a blessing. Um, I just wanted to Thank you. quickly throw in my thoughts on the uh, the passage of the thing. You know, you were saying the rest of us have, we got to, you know, pull up our pants and tighten our belts and you know mm -hmm. endure mm -hmm. but at the same time you know you know paul says you know don't don't look down 
people because they're young, you know, it's time for us to step forward just because mm. our respected leaders are passing. Did we lose Jordan? Yeah, he was breaking in and coming in and out. Oh, so. man, Jordan, I'm so sorry. I, I would love to hear more of Jordan's yeah. thoughts because, honestly, I like out. where I think you're going. I like where I think you're going. That it is the time of the next generation to mm-hmm. make sure that we are not despised because of our youth. And at 41, I say that. <laughs> um, but that we step into the role that the Lord has for us. We're out of time. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.